Hello. Welcome back, you guys. Ah, I hope that you are having the most incredible week. It's been a whirlwind around here, but like all good things. So super high energy, high vibe over here right now. Um, but wanted to get in here and get a solo episode. I've been doing all kinds of recording and interviews with amazing, amazing guests, but I am a little bit selfish. I wanted to hop in and just do one by myself for you. So today, something that has been coming through me a ton lately, setting boundaries. Um, with your time, with your energy, with your kids, with your ex, with your family, with your job, all the things, right? Because as single moms, we are, and moms in general, right? I always like preface it that I'm bringing that single mom lens. Moms in general struggle with this, but single moms, it's like we add that extra layer a little bit, right? Because you're, we're always running on empty, right? It's like each day we we sleep just enough to sort of refill our metaphorical gas tank to like a quarter tank, right? It's like you wind yourself down, you get just enough sleep, and you're at a quarter tank, which is just enough to get you through the next day. And we're like constantly living on that like that $5 of gas instead of filling the tank full, right? Um, and it, it's why we're always on edge. It's why we always feel like everything is about to come completely unraveled, period. We do. I know the feeling. I've felt like that. And it's because we are so tired. We are so fried because we don't set boundaries, period. And I know that that sounds like really cliche, right? People talk about that all the time. But it's true because we as women in general are just such martyrs, period. And I'm going to talk a little bit about this as we go. But like, it's just, it is what, I hate this phrase. It is what it is. But it is. Like, we run ourselves ragged to the point of physical exhaustion, at the detriment of our health, we're emotionally exhausted, right? And the side effects are we snap at our kids. Or we, you know, for me, it really started to manifest itself in like, doing shit half-assed. Like, leaving the laundry, because I was too tired. Okay, and that sounds dumb. Part of it is because I hate fucking laundry. But you know, like just doing shit half-assed, like you quit showing up for the things in your life that are important. Like you, you quit showing up if it's important to you to have a clean home, maybe. We quit showing up because we're too fucking tired. Or if working out is important to you, you quit showing up because you're too fucking tired, right? Um, and so I just want to talk about how we can set boundaries uh, to create space, to open up space for us, because I just got off a call with another incredible coach, Kara Ray. I'm going to give her a shout out here because her whole entire platform is 
you as the mom go first, period. And really the whole point of setting boundaries is just that you go first, period, right? Um, You can't expect your kids to learn how to set boundaries for themselves. You can't expect your kids to show up in all the places effectively if you're not. And so the first step, I guess, in my opinion, um, and honestly, it's my podcast, so I get to have my opinion, but my opinion is the first step is to set boundaries for yourself. And I don't care. You can throw all the excuses at me you want. Oh, well, I just, this has to happen and that has to happen, right? And we say things like, oh, no, it's fine, really. Like, I actually enjoy, like, being part of the PTA. I love, you know, I I love ride, driving carpool because I actually get to spend time with my kids. And we tell ourselves that. And some of those things might very well be true. Please let me be clear. However, I call bullshit. I call bullshit because you might love your job. You might, but you most certainly do not love that your boss asks, you know, when your boss has asked you for the hundredth time to take on some extra task that's supposed to belong to somebody else, right? You might love watching your kid participate in a sport. I do. I love watching her play volleyball, but you might not love being committed to the damn booster board. That doesn't light you up. You love your kids, but you most certainly do not love cleaning the litter box for her cat that she promised she would do, you know, when she begged you to get the cat. Yes, that might be a personal experience, right? The point is, we it's like we martyr ourselves a little bit. And, you know, I I know that that's a tough pill to swallow. I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. Like, we all do these things. We overextend ourselves in the name of, well, I'm doing it because I love this. Or I'm doing it because I I posted this the other day. And again, I'm going to call bullshit. Like, we do those things because we don't want to be uncomfortable. People-pleasing is selfish, We do it so that we don't have to feel uncomfortable. And really, when you're not creating boundaries, it's because you're people-pleasing, period. I don't know, you're pleasing your boss, or you're pleasing the, the coach, or you think that it's pleasing your kid to be on the booster board, or you think that it's pleasing your ex when you're over flexible with the schedule or whatever the case may be, not standing firm in your boundaries is a form of people pleasing. It just is. Um, And so the first step to creating boundaries and to kind of starting to overcome this is to be really clear and honest with yourself, really clear and honest with yourself. You know, where are your energy leaks? Is it with your kids? Mine is. That's an energy leak for me. Is it with your ex? For me, it used to be. We're, We're past that now. But is it with your friends? Is it with your family? Is it with your job? And you don't have to pick one. My energy leaks 
very easily are a lot of those. It was with my job when I worked as a teacher. It was with my ex when we were first divorced. It is with my kids. It is with my family. You know, it. we all have multiple energy leaks. You've got to identify where they are and you have to be honest with yourself about it. Period. Don't disguise it. Don't mask it behind. Um, oh, well, I'm doing it because. No. If it doesn't light you up, if it doesn't feel in alignment, if your kid asks you for something and you can't, if it doesn't feel like 100% hell yes in your gut, don't do it. Don't let them do it. My 15-year-old calls me out on that shit all the time. She's so intuitive that way. Like, she'll ask me to do something, and I will hem and haw, and I'll be like, eh, eh, eh. And she goes, Mom, if you don't want me to, just tell me you don't want me to. Period. She's asking for the boundary. So if you don't feel 100% aligned with whatever's coming at you, and like I said, this for each of us, it's going to be in a different realm, right? It's going to be at work. It's going to be with your ex. It's going to be with your kids. It's going to be whatever. So whatever realm is you're being sort of challenged with, take a look. Where's the energy leak? And then what do you do about it? Okay. So you've identified like, oh, here's where I'm giving a lot more than I really want to be giving, right? You, you got to say no. And, and I know, I know that saying no makes you want to puke a little bit um, because we start picturing the worst case scenario, right? We're going to let them down and they're going to be mad at me and they're going to judge me. And if I say no to this project, my boss is never going to ask me for another project. And if I say no to my kid about this, they're going to rebel and do it anyway. And if I say no to my ex, he's going to take away my kids. I've thought that. I've totally thought that. Totally thought that. So we start spiraling on all of these worst case scenarios. But here's the deal. In my experience, it's never that bad. It's never that bad. And if it's somebody who truly loves you, if it's your kid and you say no, yeah, they're probably going to be pissed. If they're a teenager, they're going to be cranky, but they're going to also understand. Like, why else would my 15-year-old call me out like that? If it's a friend or a family member, if they really love you, they're going to understand. Is their response maybe in the moment going to be a little bit like a little disappointment? It, probably. But my guess is it's just because their brain is already sort of processing a new way to sort of solve whatever it is they've asked you to do, right? If you say no at work, your boss is probably going to respect you for it. And if they don't, by the way, this is just my own little soapbox, you know, sidetrack moment. But if they don't, it might be time to just sort of bless and release and go find a new job. Okay. The only time I've ever run into those worst case scenarios is when it's someone who's not meant to be in my energy anyways. 
right? And so I personally, I don't like the term toxic. I think it's a little harsh. I think it's overused right now. But in a nutshell, if they're not loving you or respecting you and honoring you, you need to disconnect from that energy, period. And that's what setting boundaries is. It's disconnecting from negative energy, right? Now, everybody's sitting here saying, okay, but how do I disconnect from my kids? I'm not saying physically disconnect from them, although if you're able, you should, because if they don't honor you in that way, you should not be in that energy. But if it's somebody who is close to you, and this just happens to be a moment of negative energy, your kids, you can't obviously disconnect from your ex, right? There's a co-parenting thing that needs to happen. If you have a family member that this happens with, like if you physically can't disconnect with them, it's about disconnecting that energy because their response, whatever it is, if they're, so if you're talking about your ex and you're asking for something and their response, because they're going to imply, right. He's going to say you're a bad mom. He's going to like make you feel guilty about wanting to switch weekends and all of, you know, he's going to throw all these things at you. His response has nothing to do with you. Just because he says you're a bad mom for switching weekends, that doesn't make it true. Just because your boss implies that you're not a dedicated team player if you don't take on this task doesn't mean it's true. That's their perception. If they're not meant to be in your energy, if they are quote unquote toxic, they're going to throw all the guilt they can at you, right? Because they want you to do it your way. They're trying to sort of control and manipulate the situation, right? So let that shit go. Don't let them throw that at you. When they do, because it's here's what's going to happen. You're going to come to them. You're going to go to your ex and you're going to be like, hey, I know this is super inconvenient and I'm really sorry, but I need to switch parenting weekends. And he is going to push back, right? He's going to push back. He's going to get argumentative, make you feel guilty, all the things. You're a bad mom, blah, blah, blah. If you approach that conversation knowing that he's going to do that, but also from a space of love, maybe not love for him, right? We're maybe past that, but love for yourself, strength in yourself, trust in yourself that what you're asking for, whatever it is, or whatever it is you're saying no to or whatever, if you're approaching that from a space of love, it's so much easier to stand strong in your boundary, right? Because you don't have to engage in it. Just don't. That's the secret sauce. Don't engage in it. It's simple. No is a complete sentence. I'm sorry, I can't. Period. This is what I need. Period. You don't have to qualify it with a because. You don't have to explain what your previous commitments are. You don't have to have this big, long soliloquy about why you're saying no or why you're asking for whatever it is you're asking for. 
all you have to do from a space of strength and power and knowing you're worthy of asking that. That's the big one right there. You have to know that you are worthy of creating these boundaries. And you go into it from power. Then you disengage from whatever the follow-up argument is going to be. You don't have to you don't have to qualify any of it at all. And when your ex pushes back and says, well, what are you doing? Listen, like I said, sorry, this is inconvenient. That's really none of your business. I just do. Period. You owe nobody an explanation. When your boss says, can you please take on this extra project? No, I'm sorry, I can't. That's all you have to say. You don't owe your boss an explanation. You don't owe your ex an explanation. You don't owe your best friend an explanation if you can't show up for something. You just don't. End of story. Now, people always come to me and they say, okay, well, what about my kids? Like, I can't talk to my kids that way, right? Especially if they're littles, right? Um, so your approach and your verbiage might be different, but the general premise is the same. And here's a perfect example. And like I said, when they're smaller, your verbiage is the same. My oldest came to me a few months back. Um, she was having a really hard time. We both had part-time jobs at the same place and she was having a really hard time. And so she was like having these anxiety attacks when she was at work and she was calling in sick and all of these things. And, um, I just looked at her and I said, I love you and I always have your back, but I, here's the boundary that I need to set for myself. That's all I said. And she understood, right? Because she loves me and she knows that I have her back and she knows that I've been there before. If you have to justify not doing something for someone by explaining to them all of the other things that you've done for them in the past, yeah, they don't deserve to be in your energy. Cut that cord. If you've got littles around your house, maybe the verbiage is just something as simple as mommy needs X, Y, Z right now. If I can do that, then you can or we can, right? It's a little bit of a negotiating with the littles. But you still get to do that because you set the example. When they see you setting the boundary, it gets easier. When you say, mommy needs to work out for a little bit. When my workout is done, then we can go do the thing that you want to do. And then you follow through on it. Boom. Magic. End of story. Um, if you're, and I, I, I put a little caution here. If you want to negotiate with an adult, right? You want to be open to compromise on something. I am all for being open to compromise. Please hear that. Like know that I'm not saying like you should never compromise. Like I, I understand that there's always a time and a place for that as well. If you're wanting to 
compromise with an adult. That is a thousand percent your choice, but make sure that whatever you're offering in return and counter offering in return is something that you, that truly feels aligned with what you need and truly feels aligned with the boundaries that you have for yourself. So if you are proposing a a parenting weekend switch and your ex comes back at you, well, I can't do that, but I could do this. If you're okay with it, fine. But don't think that just because, oh, well, he's trying to compromise. Maybe I should just go with that because it'll be easier. No, because it all goes down to what I said at the beginning, you guys, people pleasing is selfish. You're avoiding conflict. I know because I've been the queen of this. I've been the queen, period. I know I have many people in my life that I've tried to avoid conflict with and I've appeased over the years. It's what I've done before, not anymore, sort of. Because <laughs> here's, we all do it. We all do it. No shame, right? I, please hear me. Like, I'm not shaming anybody if that's who you are. Like I said, that's who I was. I get it. Um, but you deserve, and I'm going to do another episode on this later, but you absolutely are worthy of having those boundaries, period. Just because of your circumstances, that doesn't make you unworthy. You do not need to prove yourself to anybody. You don't owe anybody anything. If you think about the people in your life who bring you the most energy, and I'm going to actually wrap this up here because I know I can feel it coming. I'm going to go off on a tangent here. So I'll keep it quick. The people in your life who bring you the most energy joy, the most love, the most excitement to be in their energy. If you think about those people, they do not expect an explanation from you. You don't have to prove to them your worthiness to be in their energy. You deserve that in all of your relationships. You deserve that in all of your relationships. And like I said, that's a little bit of a tangent. So we're going to kind of wrap it up here. But um, because I, I bring that up because that's really what all of this comes down to. We struggle to stand firm in our boundaries because we are afraid and because we feel unworthy. I'm not worthy if I don't do this thing that is not in alignment with my boundaries, that person isn't going to love me or that person isn't going to respect me or that person is going to take something away from me or, you know, whatever the story is that's spinning in your head. And I'm here to tell you that whatever that negative story is, it's bullshit. And surrendering your boundaries just to appease somebody else, you are better than that. You deserve better than that. You are stronger than that. And you have just as much right to say no to that project as the five other people that already said no to it. You have just as much right to ask for a parenting weekend switch as he does. You have every right to tell your kids no so that they can see you taking care of themselves or yourself so that they learn to take care of themselves. 
that's what I got. Like I said, I'm going to wrap this up because pretty soon I'm going to go on a really long tangent and that's just going to, it'll be a long babbling episode and we don't want that. So I am going to wrap it up there um, and just say that I, I say all of this with the absolute most love and light in the world. Um, if you need to find me, I actually now have a new free Facebook community. If you're new to me, you can find me over there. It's called Single Mom Awakened. And much like this podcast, I always say, I am a single mom. That's the lens I bring. But all are welcome. It's just that that's the lens that, you know, things are going to be spoken to from. So find me over there, Single Mom Awakened. And I will talk to you all soon. Love you guys. Hi, welcome to season two of the Purpose Unleashed podcast. I'm your host, Kari Hurd. I'm dubbing this season, Single Mom Truths, and we're gonna be breaking the status quo and heading in a whole new direction. Join me and my extraordinary guests, some new and some returning, for open and uncensored conversations about all the things. We'll share stories and experiences that'll change your old mindset, stir your spirit, and light a fire inside. It's my mission to inspire all moms to stop surrendering to their old stories about what life should look like and start creating a life that lights them the fuck up. So if you're ready to live your life by your rules, let's go. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you liked what you heard and you're feeling compelled, I would be so honored if you would leave a five-star rating and share this episode. If you share it on social media, you can tag me at Kari Heard. I am sending you all the love and good vibes, and I will see you in the next episode.